plenty going on in the world of basketball. So to break all of it down in the various leagues, I couldn't think of anyone better to join me this morning than Justin Nelson, Sky Sports Head of Commercial and Events. Good morning, Justin. How's your morning been so far? Hey, very good morning to you. And how great is it to see you out of bed before one o'clock on a Saturday afternoon? You're growing up. You've uh, you've picked up on something there. You're right. Uh, initially, <laughs> when I got the text this morning saying, "Oh, could, could you could you come in and do this show today?" <laughs> I drafted a message back to our boss saying, "Oh, probably not." Well, he sent he sent back a message I couldn't say no to, Justin. He said, "Well, how about I da- dangle this carrot for you?" You could interview Dirk Nowitzki. This morning, yeah. I went down to Foot Locker, um, uh, a mate of yours, Brooke Rusco, was down there as well. Yeah. Um, yeah. And yeah, was was able to steal three minutes of Dirk Nowitzki's time to ask him a couple of questions. Man, I'm, I'm still shaking. I couldn't believe how bloody nervous I was. Where were how you? How good is that? <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's incredible. He's, he's out this way at the moment. He's been in Australia the last few weeks um, with some speaking engagements and, and working alongside uh, one of his former Dallas teammates, uh, Aussie Chris Anstey, uh, has had Dirk out in uh, in Melbourne and, and Sydney and uh, stopping through New Zealand on the way back home. What a legend of the game, absolute superstar. I had the pleasure of seeing him in his last season oh, wow. over there with the Mavs and um, I uh, was fortunate enough uh, through a contact to be down in the, the tunnel before the game with some other fans and the players come through and they, you know, high five everyone on the way out to the court. And I remember when the Mavs were running out, all the young bucks for the Mavs, they just breeze by everyone, just sprint out to the court and you barely see a glimpse of them, a split second. They just run straight past you as if you're not there. Dirk Nowitzki, on the other hand, shuffled his way through all of those fans and he high fived every single one of them. Amazing. Oh, he's just such a nice guy. As soon as he walks into the room, he, um, you know, just greeted everyone. Um, as I was just saying before, I had a bit of an awkward moment where just I nodded in his direction. He took it as a bow. Courteously, he bowed back to me, <laughs> <laughs> which was absolutely bizarre. Well, look, while we're talking uh, NBA, let's let's stay on the NBA. I don't know if you've seen the story that came out yeah, in just in the last news. couple of hours. Big news. The trade deadline is this coming Thursday, American time, which I believe is Friday. Our time, Kyrie Irving, is this the second, third trade request we've had just this season from him? Well, there's been a few that come out of the Nets over the years as well, and Kyrie's certainly been in the thick of it. Amazingly, we've been talking about this trade deadline coming up, and it seems like we've been talking about it for weeks. You know, Feb 9, that's the big date, and we've just been waiting for something big to drop, and it's only the last uh, probably a couple of days where, you know, just the silence uh, was, was deafening. Surely mm. something big uh, wasn't too far around the corner. And then, of course, Kyrie has tipped it all on its head today by saying, hey, either trade me or once we get uh, through this season free agency, I'm out of here. And uh, not surprisingly, the team that has been mentioned, as they always are with just about every trade request that goes down in the NBA, the LA Lakers. Mm. So we'll wait and see what happens. Do you think LeBron would ever uh, welcome Kyrie back into a team of his? It's interesting, isn't it? You, you, you don't quite understand or know uh, the byplay that goes on with all of these things. There's no doubt there's there's friendships and <laughs> there's uh, uh, less than uh, uh, friendships or acquaintances <laughs> that go on amongst the NBA players. That's probably the nicest way to put it. It's hard to tell. Who knows? Um, certainly, 
at LeBron's age. We know he's got some massive records coming up. I mm. mean, tickets at the moment selling to his potential game that he goes past that scoring record. You know, they're now up in the $80,000 mark. It's quite remarkable what's happening there. He wants to win championships. You know, he knows he hasn't got too many years left. Does Kyrie help him? Does he welcome him back in with open arms? Who knows, a lot to play out in the next uh, five or six days. Is that team even salvageable? Yeah, I mean, I guess a lot of the stories are all around just the fact that it's LA, it's Tinseltown, uh, and it's LeBron James. So, yeah, very interesting. Um, a bit closer to home, mate, We uh, well, well, let's go to the breakers. They needed a result to go their way last night, didn't they? And it didn't. No, it didn't. But the upside is they now know what they have to do. The way that this final round has structured, they've had two games, and in between... Uh, Cairns have been playing, and what a win they had last night in Perth. Well done to them. Mm. But right now, the Breakers now know what they need to do tonight against Brisbane. They win, they're in the top two, and they're sitting pretty. They're in the best possible chance to make a run at winning the championship this season. So the good news for them is they now know exactly what they need to do. They've got to go out and win tonight. How much harder does the road get for them if they drop this one tonight? Well, you you work your way into that playoff tournament. So, you know, you can barely afford any mistakes, at least in the top two. You get to sit back and see the other four teams battle it out. It is the best position to be in. Um, so it does become harder, there's no doubt. Uh, I, I look, I think they win tonight. They know what they have to do. They'll go out and do it. There's a little bit of an injury question mark over Barry Brown Jr. Um, with a hand injury. Hopefully... Uh, he's okay, but look, they're in form. Even when they're 16 down the other night against Illawarra, mm. uh, they were able to, you know, put, put put the foot down, turn the gas up, and get going again, and uh, and got the win, and got the win quite well in the end. So I think they win tonight. I think they wrap up second. They're in form. They're definitely one of the informed teams in the competition right now, and I think they're going to give this thing a real shake. You mentioned that they're in form at the moment. It, it felt like they were on the verge of almost a slump. Uh, probably about this time a month ago. What what do you chalk that up to? Is it road fatigue with their injury concerns? And how have they managed to sort of regather that form again to round out the season? I think every team goes through a time in a season, especially one as gruelling as, uh, as a season where you've got to travel all the time, which obviously the breakers do need to take on more travel than most. You always go through that period of time where things aren't going right. And I don't think they were overly playing badly through that four-game losing streak. Weren't hitting their shots, maybe giving up a few too many turnovers and needed to do some work on the defensive glass. And as soon as they uh, found their stride again, and it was that win in Sydney, that was the one that did it. They went in without Izzy Liafa. They went in without Barry Brown Jr. They got the win against the top team in the competition. And from there, they haven't looked back. If we uh, move a little closer to home, uh, news stories are starting to flood uh, everyone's news feed about the Cells NBL. Uh, the moving and shaking has started. I guess it starts at the top as well. They've appointed a new GM of leagues. Um, Marie Taylor, do you know Marie at all? Yeah, absolutely. Marie uh, was uh, operations manager during my time at the uh, at the NBL uh, for three years. And, um, you know, I've worked closely with Marie through those three years. And since then, uh, obviously, in, in my next role now. And, look, she's she's one of the best administrators I've ever worked with, not, not just here in New Zealand. I, I think she's right up in the top few administrators here in this country um, and certainly one of the best I've worked with across New Zealand and, uh, and Australia. Very unassuming, doesn't like the accolades, doesn't like the pats on the back, very much loves to work in the background. She steps up to the top job now. And I can tell all basketball fans out there, 
uh, and certainly fans of both the Cells NBL and the GJ Gardner Holmes Toihi competition, uh, you've got yourself a damn fine uh, leader. She is absolutely one of the best going around. And contracts starting to be signed. I mean, you mentioned how many uh, fans there are. The Sales NBL really feels like it's going from strength to strength. And when you think about last season, um, I think this one of the standout moments for me was uh, that Rob Lowe performance. Yeah. Dunks, step back threes, overtime, all of that kind of stuff. He's just re-upped with the Tuatara again for another season. How big? How big is that for them? Yeah, huge, especially if Chris Johnson comes back in, which he's expected to. That, you know, that twin tandem, the twin towers of Rob Lowe and Chris Johnson is going to create havoc again in the Cells NBL this season. Rob Lowe, I mean, who, who will ever forget that turn of events against mm. the Airs during the final six last year? It was quite something uh, spectacular to, to watch. And, you know, someone like Rob Lowe, for a moment like that, absolutely worth every cent uh, that he earns. And, He'll be bringing with confidence as well. Uh, he'll want to come back in and do a great job. He's one of the best in the competition. The Tuatara, interestingly, have just held back. I know they've been very, very active and busy in the background. That hasn't uh, come out publicly yet because they've been focused on their, their you know, their baseball aspirations mm-hmm. in the in the ABL. But that's now done and dusted. I think you're going to see the Tuatara over the next uh, week or two. Uh, make some very, very big announcements. But Rob Lowe wasn't the only one during the week. There's mm-hmm. been a few. Uh, Jordan Artai, for me, uh, was an interesting one. You would think the Prince of Potirua, Saints <laughs> through and through. He's played a lot of basketball for the Wellington Saints. He's joined his uh, his new mate. Uh, not his new mate. Always been a mate. But the new GM at the Hawks Bay Hawks, Jared Kenny. What a signing that was for him. Yeah, tremendous. Uh, it's becoming a lot more of a, like you mentioned, he, he stayed in Wellington for a long time, hometown kid. It's becoming a lot more of a uh, professional league in the sort of same mould as, you know, some of the other leagues. I don't want to compare it to the NBA, but that sort of thing. Is that becoming more prevalent in the Sells NBL? Well, I think the big change, uh, Manai, was a few years ago when the new salary system came in. It now means, uh, and certainly with the support of, of Sky, it now means that every team, has the capability of reaching the capacity of that salary system. And with that, there's more money for players because all the teams can reach that limit, whereas in the past, one or two could spend big and the rest were struggling to to keep up. We now see a far more balanced competition. Anybody can beat anybody on any night. And importantly, because that you know the money is there and it's spread across the entire competition, the players are moving around a bit, and that's adding some real depth, real talent to every team, and it's good to see. And some talking points on a Saturday morning show on SENZ as well. If we stick with the uh, the Taylor Hawks, uh, Hiram Harris is the other signing that's making a bit of noise. What sort of impacts he going to have on that team? What kind of player is he? Yeah, huge. Look, he could come out and be one of the best players in the competition this season. He's had another very good year, very solid year, playing an important role for the Adelaide 36ers in the Aussie NBL. He's another year older, another year experienced, still a young man. He's got the ability to do it all. He's a a walking triple-double, potentially, in every game. Does a bit of everything, both ends of the floor. He's a two-way player. Uh, a delight for any coach to have. Everard Bartlett, former Tall Black, first year as coach of the Hawks so far. Jared Hunt, uh, um, uh, Jordan Hunt, I should say. Hiram Harris and uh, Jordan Artai, three Tall Blacks already announced for the Hawks. 
And uh, if we head down south as well, uh, we're a little bit biased towards this team, but our Otago Nuggets, they've re-signed Brent Matahide for a... Uh, for another year, he's, he's such a good bloke. We've had him on. Um, we've had him on the show, and you know the turnaround that that franchise has had. They must be stoked to have him back back on board. Well, how can you not? He uh, stepped in uh, the 2020 showdown, of course, during that uh, COVID impacted season where we had the bubble in in Auckland, the draft, the famous draft. Now, where ironically, the Nuggets picked up Jordan Natai, Jared Kenny and Jordan Hunt, and those three are now back together at the Hawks. The First Hawks. time those three have been back together since they were at the Nuggets in 2020. Brent Matahari got a championship in 2020, and then, of course, last year. How memorable was that for the Nuggets? They win the title in 22. He's won two championships in three years. Great to have him as coach. And and gave up his job, I understand, as well, to go back and do that. So a real bet-on-yourself uh, situation, wasn't it? Great to see that kind of thing uh, rewarded. Well, thanks very much for coming on the show this morning, Justin. Uh, what, what does the rest of your weekend look like, Matt? Uh, yeah, look, it's pretty busy. There's a lot of sport coming up. Mm. You know, if I put my sky hat on, basketball's just one thing. Super rugby's not too far away. Opiki, ANZ Premiership, like smorgasbord of sport coming up in New Zealand this year, not just domestically, World Cup, of course, mid-year. It's a really exciting time for sports enthusiasts uh, right across Aotearoa. Just can't wait for it. Uh, it's going to be a busy few weeks, and uh, we're not too far away from that whistle blowing on all of these leagues. Brilliant. Well, I can't wait to uh, have you back on again to discuss it all. Thanks very much, Justin. Appreciate your time. Speak soon.